Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Peter Sonneveld from Erasmus MC in Rotterdam, the Netherlands. Hello, my name is Peter Sonneveld and I report from the EHA annual meeting in 2021 uh, about multiple myeloma. And the question for today uh, is whether the uh, unprecedented results that we observe with novel uh, therapies in multiple myeloma, uh, whether they are uh, sufficient to overcome the poor prognosis of high-risk multiple myeloma. This is an ongoing question, of course, and uh, let's first start with a definition of high risk. So high-risk multiple myeloma is uh, defined by several aspects. Uh, in particular, molecular high-risk defined multiple myeloma uh, is a very important one. So uh, about 20% of the patients with multiple myeloma at diagnosis have uh, molecular abnormalities that account for a poor risk. And that may be just a single hit, a chromosomal abnormality like a translocation or a deletion of a uh, part of a chromosome or a gain, or it may be a combination of uh, abnormalities and we call that uh, double hit. Uh, it is a sign, a signal of genomic instability, and it is associated with uh, a poor outcome, and therefore it's named ultra high risk multiple myeloma. Several methods are uh, available to uh, look at this molecular assays, gene expression profiling, and others. Uh, the important thing for the clinic is that these patients are very hard to treat, uh, and that the usual treatments. Uh, may induce a remission in those patients, but within two years, almost all of them uh, will relapse. So what can we do about it now that we have uh, novel agents uh, that, uh, coming available? So first about the novel agents. Uh, a lot of uh, immune treatments, so-called immune treatments, are coming available now, including uh, new imits uh, like iberdamide, but also monoclonal antibodies like anti-CD38, and now more recently uh, T-cell engagers, bispecific antibodies, and so on. And there are several examples of those that we will see in the clinic over the next few years. And then uh, last but not least, of course, CAR T-cell therapy, cellular therapies uh, involving activated T-cells and NK cells directed against myeloma targets. So the key question for now is how can we integrate uh, all this in the clinic? And then a key point is uh, that uh, the molecular abnormalities is one uh, way to diagnose high risk, but the clinical behavior of the patients is another one. And if patients uh, do not achieve a lasting, a long-lasting MRD, minimal residual disease negativity, they can also be classified as high risk. And we need to integrate those clinical findings with the molecular uh, diagnosis of high risk in order to identify a group of patients that does not uh, receive the right treatment if they are treated according to the current standards for the whole group of patients. And the novel agents that become available can be used to try to get those patients into a longer remission. That 20% of patients with molecular high risk or clinical high risk, uh, how can we um, uh, identify new treatments to bring them into a lasting remission? That's the question for today. And we had several presentations on that in the EHA annual meeting uh, in 2021. 
uh, and also a special symposium organized by the scientific working group of, on multiple myeloma. So we are working on that. And I think the way to go is to identify those high-risk patients, as I said, partly because of their molecular characterization and partly because they do not achieve a lasting remission and select those patients for extra treatment with novel agents, more intensive treatment, and more, um, let's say, dedicated and targeted maintenance treatment in order to prevent them from relapsing. We will see trials on this topic in the next few years. Some are already ongoing uh, to see if this strategy works. I'm Peter Sonneveld. I thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening to the Multiple Myeloma Hub podcast. We would also like to thank our supporters, Sanofi, Amvi, Bristol Myers Squibb, Genentech, GSK, Roche, Amgen, and Oncopeptides. Multiple Myeloma Hub podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.